Hello out there. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is Sunday, December 30th, 2018. 7.31 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I'm at the crib. Working on this finale. The final episode of 2018 for Something About Sunday. Welcome back. Or welcome here if this is your first time popping in my name is osha (laughs) my name is osha and um i'm glad to have you here this um last week has been a shit show um this year has been This year has been transformative in so many different ways. I'm trying to to step away from saying that it was like a horrific, disturbing, disgusting, trifling, tragic, horrible year. Um, As I know so many other people experienced it to be really trying to shift the perspective of this year as we all prepare to go into 2019, the day after tomorrow. For me, the ending of the year is like a double, it's a double new year for me because January 1st is the beginning of the new year and then January 12th is my birthday which is another new year for me. And so I feel like I take it on twice as hard or try to go twice as big into the new year because it's just like boom, boom. Okay, it's a new year and it's a a new age. Like we trying to level up. We're trying to do some different things. And so I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen in 2019. Um, because the universe has just been really doing some things in my life. Um, but I have definitely done what most of us do, um, set some intentions, started a vision board, had some tarot readings, um, some heart-to-hearts, some harsh realities to face, and I'm going into this bitch well-equipped um, with a new therapist and solid foundations and friendships, relationships with people that um, have been through the fire with me. Um, And what else could you require? So as I was contemplating the content of this final episode of the year, I had a couple of ideas. Um, this platform is a space that I created to be able to share my life, to share my truth, to share my friends, share experiences with you, have you share your experiences with me, um, just to maneuver through life as a millennial, as a black woman, as a queer woman, um, who's really just doing it on her own, not in the ways that she was raised to do it, 
not in the religion that she was brought up to do it in, um, just going with societal norms, really just navigating this space with others like me um, out loud in the world so that people know that we exist. Um, so anyway, I my first idea was to to do an expose, <laughs> if you will. Um, there's been a catalyst for 2018 um, that took shape in the form of a relationship that I involved myself in at the beginning of this year that literally turned my world upside down um, over and over and over again. And I was going to talk about that. I was going to share all the details, all my side of the story, um, because I was never, I never responded to a lot of the things that came my way. Um, I never reacted to any of the things that came my way um, for a number of reasons. Anybody who has known me for any length or span of time in the last 10 years, the OSHA 10 years ago, 25, I was looking at pictures on MySpace. I don't even know how I remembered my email address from MySpace, but somehow I remember my logon to MySpace was able to reset my password and there were like 1,100 pictures on there. And when I tell you I went down memory lane, honey, went down memory lane and I was looking at pictures and this is when like you thought Instagram was getting the flicks, like MySpace used to get all the business. Like this is when you would go buy a digital camera and take that bitch everywhere with you and you literally have videos and pictures and we just didn't post as frequently because it wasn't as easy or as as accessible as it is now. Thank God it was not. Um I was looking at what was going on in my life when I was 25 and what my relationship was like when I was 25 and how tumultuous that was um, and how violent I was and aggressive. And, um, and when I say violent, from high school to my early 20s, I was ready to fight. So if you came from me, I was ready to fight. Um, always reactionary, like very reactionary. Um, and then there was a shift that happened for me sometime in my like mid to late twenties where I was like, yo, if every time somebody comes for you, you ready to get it cracking, like you gonna go to jail, bro. And my father is a retired sheriff. He retired, um, this year, actually 30 years. And I know all about that. My dad used to take me to the jails. Like I used to hang out at the Sheriff's Department, um, a lot of like my uncles and God people are in law enforcement. And so I know what it's like. Um, one of my old friends and old roommates has been working in law enforcement for years. And so I have a clear understanding of like your responsibility to your actions. And so when I finally got that, I was just like, I don't have time to respond to every fucking thing that comes my way. And if I do, like, like what what does that say about you? That you can't, like, you can't step back 
analyze where this stuff is coming from, try to have a conversation about it and like move on. Like I'm not about to fight my whole life. Like that is just doesn't make any sense. So um with that, um I I haven't responded or reacted to any of the things that have happened um as a result of this relationship and my decisions to be involved in this relationship all year. And there is a part of me that has struggled with keeping my mouth shut, um, wanting to defend myself, wanting to um, speak out and tell the truth, um, because only three people know the truth. Only three. And of the three people that know the truth, only two parties involved have had conversations, and I've just been on the outside. And um, it's been challenging. Um, but then I thought about what the purpose would be, like the different things that you decide to put out on your podcast. What is the purpose? What is, what is your intention with putting this information out there? And what do you expect to get in return from that? Um, and so I had to be mindful of like what I was doing and what I was saying, because everything is that I try to do is with intention and purpose. And I don't always get it right, but I just don't want to be out here just saying and doing whatever just because my feelings are hurt or I'm disappointed or people are talking about me and saying things that are nowhere near the truth. And then I had to take it back to the old school. Like when I was younger, I didn't give a shit what anybody thought about me. So why do you care now? Especially things that aren't true. Um, Especially when you know where the things are coming from. So I feel like I'm rambling, so I'm going to get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. I came across some questions that all pertained to um, 2018 and your feedback around the year and what it meant to you and what you learned. And so that is the direction that I have decided to take um, with this episode. So the first question is, if you could summarize this year in three words... Which words would you choose and why? And I want you to know that I read these questions and I did not spend time thinking about them. Um, I shared them with my favorite friend and um, went to sleep and woke up this morning and I'm recording it. So you're going to get my responses straight from the dome. Um, Honest, real, raw. So, if I had to describe this year in three words, I would say this year was mm, this year was revealing. This year was very telling. This year was telling in regards to relationships with people, um, people like my mother, people like um, a past lover, and friends. Very telling. Also, telling about myself, sidebar, this morning... I found myself in the archives of Twitter and um, 
there was a tweet that I found, if I can get to my screenshots, boop, 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 from January 28th, 2017. It says, I love her with intention and purpose. I consider her feelings and go out of my way to ensure she has what she needs. This is a first. That is a lie. I have, since my, I'm going to say my last girlfriend, that's who that tweet is about. The girlfriend before that and the girlfriend before that. So my last three relationships I love them all with intention and purpose. Um, I also always considered their feelings and went out of my way to ensure they got what they needed and did not do the same for myself. And I don't know how I just got that this year right now. Like how loving somebody more than you love yourself or giving them more love than you give yourself is not something to be proud of. Um, And that was something that, that's that's a part of this year being very telling. Looking back on all the ways that I've tried to show up for other people and I've given to other people and why I felt so depleted when it didn't work out because I was trying to ensure that I was doing all the things, all the things, all the things and never really requiring them to do any heavy lifting. So... This year was telling. This year was um, heartbreaking. Uh, My heart broke on several occasions this year. Um, And I will take responsibility for the actions that I took that aided in some of those heartbreaks. Um, So it was telling. It was heartbreaking. It was also necessary. Um... I don't know that that's a description, but I'm going to use it. It was necessary for the shifts that took place to happen. I'm not a fan of how they took place at all. Um, But everything does happen for a reason. And I'm still not certain what the reason was, is, and I'm through trying to figure it out. Um... I'm just working with what's left and moving forward with the lessons at the forefront of my brain so that my life never looks and feels like this again. Second question. What do you wish you had done differently this year? The only thing that I wish I'd done differently this year is um, I wish that I was more ethical in a decision that I made. Yeah. I made one decision this year that literally changed everything about my life everything about my life um and you just don't even think that certain things are going to be things yeah so I, I wish that I had 
I wish that I had done a number of things different, but I wish that I was more ethical in the way that I entered into a relationship with someone. That is my wish. And that sounds like resentment, but that's what it is. So, um, what are you proud of this year? I started my podcast finally. I'm proud of this. I'm proud of this production, this space, my website, um, everything that I created on my own. Um, shout out to Chanel for helping me figure out a piece of this equipment that was missing that I needed to get all of this working. Shout out to Adia for being at the crib with me one weekend on YouTube University to get this going because I was so frustrated because I just I couldn't get things going. And she was here with me one weekend and was like, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. And we got it going and she tested it with me. And so I owe her big and appreciate her much for that. So thank you, my love. Um, also, Adrian. Um, Adrian has a podcast it's called Do Tell. It's on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. I met Adrian through um, Instagram, and I was on her podcast. She was the first um, podcast I was ever on. Um, I've always been inspired by her work, and when I shared with her that I was ready to do mine, um, she was hella supportive, um, sent me some equipment recommendations, and got me going in that direction. So hella proud of this and thankful for those who were instrumental in getting this getting this train going. Um, also, in spite of everything that happened this year, I did another controversy event, which I'm excited about doing more of next year. Um, I'm proud of what I've done in my career. Um, four years ago, I was living below the poverty lines like below, below, um, like I was practically a volunteer for the work that I was doing, for the commute that I had to make for the job that I was doing. And this year I made six figures and I'm extremely proud of that because I worked my ass off to get here. Um, and I'm not done and I'm not done. I'm really, really proud of myself for having the grind, um, having the grind, having the desire to want to be more and do more and go after the shit that I want and for it to pay off to finally be able to be like, I don't, there is not anything that I can't have or anything that I can't do. feels amazing in spite of trials and tribulations. So I'm extremely proud of that. Um, what else am I proud of? Paying off credit card debt, huge huge win. I remember when I first started this job, which I will have been at for two years next year. I mean, next month. Well, same thing next year. Um, my previous job, I would travel once a month, every month of the year. And I remember how difficult it was transitioning from that job to this job because in my current role, um, I need to be accessible 24-7 because things happen all the time with my employees. And um, with that, my my boss has allowed me to take two vacations a year. So I take like mini trips 
like extended weekends, but I, I'm usually not gone longer than like three or four days. Um, and then he'll allow me to do like a week. And my birthday that's coming up, he's allowed me to be gone like 12 days, um, which is a big deal. I damn near had to beg for that. But these are the things that come with like your career level up. You can't just be kicking it, be fancy free. I mean, some people can't. I just can't because I work in corporate. So um, it's a little challenging, but still grateful because meanwhile, I'm not booking all these trips every month. I'm paying off bills, which is very important for my future. And the things that I did throw on that vision board that will come to fruition 2019-2020. So those are some things that I'm really proud of. Um Next, do, 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 do. who made the biggest impact on you this year? I can't name one person who had a huge impact on me. There were several culprits, um, but I'm going to flip this and make it positive because I immediately went negative. Um, people that made the biggest impact on me this year, um, my sister circle, my book club, girls, women, queens. Um, when I have been down in the dumps, and I have been down in the dumps a lot this year, those women have lifted me up consistently, daily, weekly, monthly, this whole year. The book club started in March, and before the book club, I knew all of these people, but to put six women together... Um, that didn't grow up together, that don't have any familial ties. You don't really know what you're going to get. And all of this came together through books, um, books that um, have changed my life and relationships that I didn't even know that I needed until I had them. Like, So that that group has, has been amazing to me, for me. Um, my relationship with my sister has always been beautiful, but... As a wife and a mother of two um, in her 30s now, my God, our relationship has taken on new shapes and forms in the conversations that we're able to have um, and the advice that she's able to give me. Like my baby sister schooling me on things has just been something that I don't take for granted that I am so appreciative of. Um, also, my relationship with my cousin my first cousin, my first friend, um, oh my God, I, I would be nothing without these people. Um, and then also my boo in Chicago, my friend Tierra, she has been instrumental in my sanity, um, my Virgo, <laughs> my Virgo. With that Capricorn in her that she be trying to fight, um, I appreciate you, boo, for everything that you do and how you show up for me. So, yeah, those relationships have been, have made the biggest impact on me, um, keeping me positive, keeping me sane, keeping me grounded. Um, so thank you to all of you. Let's see. How have you changed since the beginning of this year? I am quieter. I am a homebody. I am less of a lush. Um, cavalier lush came from me being cavalier about 
experiences. When I enjoy things, I I indulge. Um, But very cavalier about the things that I choose to do, the spaces I choose to occupy, the food that I eat, the adult beverages I consume. Um, And so I used to really be into drinking. Um, And not like an alcoholic, but I like adult beverages from time to time. That has lessened um, this year. And um, what else is different? Mm, My heart is different. The way that I respond to people is different. The way that I love has to be different. Um, Who I choose to love has to be different. This question can go in a lot of different ways, but I'm different. (laughs) I am different. Um, But at the core, I'm still fun-loving, adventurous, um, loyal. Um, I'm me. I'm honest. I'm raw. Um, I'm just a lot more mindful of who I share those spaces with, how I share space with others, and um, where I do it, where I do it. Let's see. What do you wish you did more of this year? I wish I worked out more. (laughs) I wish I worked out more. I actually enjoy working out. I just don't like doing it alone. Um, And I can't think of a time when I ever did it alone. That's not true. When I lived close to a gym, when I lived in Cerritos, I used to go to the gym faithfully or this park by my house and my work schedule was a lot easier to work around back then because I was getting off at like 2 30 um but now I have like a real job um and I travel for work and things like that so I don't have what you would call a consistent schedule these are really excuses but I wish that I I wish that I worked out more um for sure considering that I haven't and I'm getting older I'm not mad about what I see when I look in the mirror but it's not even just about that. I just feel better when I work out. My mind is clear when I work out. I sleep better when I'm working out. So um, those things, all the all the benefits that I feel like I've missed out on this year, I wish I did more of that. What do I wish I did less of this year? Um, I spent a lot of money this year. I spent a lot of money this year. Uh, which is I- ironic because I paid off a significant amount of debt. Um, but I have clothes and shoes for a lifetime. And for those of you who don't know, I wear a uniform to work. So Monday through Friday, I don't even need clothes for work. So I went and bought clothes, um, and and bought and bought and bought and bought and bought things. I think a lot of that was just during some really like rough times where retail therapy was a thing. Um, but just buying shit, um, and if I go back and look at the money that I spent, um, I probably could have paid off more stuff. Um, but you live and you learn. But it's cool because I have a vacation coming up, coming up in two weeks. And I don't have to buy anything. I literally have stuff in my closet with tags on it. So I'm going to pack all brand new things for my trip for stuff that I bought in the summer. So um, silver lining. La, 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 la. Um... 
Let's see. I don't really like all of these questions. I'm literally going through them as I'm talking to you guys. Over the past year, what methods or activities have helped you or have helped with your mental health? Um, masturbation <laughs> has helped. Um, that's going to be an episode in itself very soon. Um, spending time with friends. Um, utilizing my therapist. Um, yoga when I allow myself to do that. Meditation. Um, I started using the Insight Timer like two months ago, maybe. Um, Super impactful when dealing with anxiety um, or sleeplessness. Um, The Insight Timer has been helpful with that. Um, Reading has been great for my mental health. Chanting has been great for my mental health. All these different avenues have been wonderful with um, my mental health this year. If you could tell your past self anything one year ago, what would you tell yourself? If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Also, just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. Yep. Um... What are some of your favorite memories from this year? Peru was a great memory. Um, It was my first time traveling out of the country with one person. Prior to this year, every birthday trip was always a group, Um, which is actually pretty telling because at the beginning of this year, my circle of friends was completely different than it is now. And that birthday trip, before anything even happened with that group, I was I went on a trip with one person. Um, and I believe it was because there were two couples in the group at the time that were both like engaged and working on weddings and stuff. And so there was that. And then one of my other friends, um, I think financially just wasn't like a good time for her. And so, yeah, it ended up being me and Adia. And we went to Peru and it was beautiful. Um, having that one-on-one time with her. Um, we had some really good conversations, ate some bomb-ass food, um, met a really nice lady from Venezuela, and um, just enjoyed quality time with one another. Um, went parasailing, which was a lot of fun, and um, just experienced different culture. The art there was really beautiful. So Peru was definitely a vibe. Tulum was a vibe. Um Went to Tulum in August with um, my two Leos, Chanel and Adia. Quick trip. Had a great time. Um, All of my book club meetings were lit. All of them. Had a great time. Had a fun summer. Got to do some swimming. Went to the beach. Um, Twerked a lot this year. Uh, Twerking is for healing, okay? Um, yeah, that was, that was a vibe. (laughs) I think went to a day party in October. Oh my God. You talking about the time of my life? At the time of my life at that day party was phenomenal. Controversy was lit in January. Let's talk about sex. That was a lot of fun. Um, 
had some really great times this year, somehow. Shout out to the universe for coming through with some balance. Um, I had, had a really great time this year. Um, mm, next year, I'd like to improve my physical health by moving my body more. That's easy. Um, next year, I'd like to improve my spiritual health by participating more in the practice that I've chosen for myself. So yesterday, I was with Friend Bay, and um, we did a tarot reading for her, and I did one for myself, and I pulled a card, the Hierophant card, and it talked about me needing to go for it spiritually, join that group, be a part of that thing, um, implement more of X, Y, and Z. It's time to do that. That's what you need to propel yourself forward. And so I'm heeding to that advice and I'm going to make that move to be more involved in my spiritual practices, um, to continue to move forward in my growth there. Next year, I'd like to improve my mental health by securing a new therapist. I stopped seeing my therapist, um, a couple months ago, three to four months ago, probably, um, and you guys heard me talk about her before. I loved her. I loved her. And there ended up being an issue with insurance where... So in the very beginning, we had the conversation about insurance. I made it very clear that I wanted to find a therapist who took my insurance. Um, and she did. And somehow I started to incur a balance um, that I didn't know about until it was well over $1,000, which turned me off. Um, as a business owner, um, as a therapist, how you allow someone to continue services and not inform them that they're going to have to pay this astronomical amount of money um, is absurd. And um, I haven't been able to get over that. So um, I was billed at a fraction of what was owed because she felt like that was the right thing to do, which it was. Um, so I had to pay a balance to that therapist and I haven't gone back to her since because I didn't like how she handled that. So I've been given a couple of recommendations from some friends and um, I've recently changed insurance. So starting Tuesday, I'll have brand new coverage, um, really great coverage too. Um, for some other things that I want to do. Um, so I'm excited to seek out on that journey to find a new therapist um, for the new year um, to continue working through my isms and all those fun things that we go to therapists for. Um, next year, I'd like to improve my financial health by um, continuing to pay off bills, um, I have about $10,000 that I want to pay off or that I have left to pay off. Um, and I remember when I would say that back in the day, it sounded like something that was impossible. $10,000 is nothing as an adult that comes through our fingers like water nowadays. It's crazy. So 10 G's on my back that I want to get off. Um, so with that, I am putting myself on a very strict budget 
Um, like I talked about earlier, doing a lot of excessive spending. Last year, this year, this coming year, that's out. Um, I'll actually be working on a budget today. I'm not allowed to buy myself any anything new. Um, if I need to buy anything, I have to buy it like before January 1st. So I know for Valentine's Day, I made plans with one of my friends and we're going somewhere real fancy and I know I need to look, it's, it's going to be a movie. <laughs> so, um, you know, I have to order that outfit like before Tuesday. And, um, obviously if something comes up, I don't have anything, I'll spend it, but it has to fall within whatever the budget is that I set between today and tomorrow. So just being more mindful of my spending and then also saving all of my bonuses from work. Um, because I get pretty, pretty bonuses from work and I use part of them to be responsible and the other parts to have fun. And that balance is cool um, when you need things and I honestly don't need anything. I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful to be in a space where I don't, I don't have a need for anything. Like everything that I want, I have, I don't have a need for anything. So saving all my bonuses, um, because 2020 is the year of the house. Um, and if I can pull it off 2019, I'm all over that as well. Because that's, that's where I am. 2019 is about family and it's about the home. Um, let's see. I think there was one other question. Do, 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 do. Where do you envision yourself a year from now and what will it take? A year from now, I will be pregnant. <laughs> I will be pregnant. Um, I, I wanted to share this in a separate episode and I may still do this separately. I'm unsure. Or I may just drop another episode after this because why not? As a matter of fact, that's, that's what I think I'll do. I'll go ahead and separate the two. Um, but a year from now, I'll be pregnant and um, fine, single and flourishing, um, financially set. And, um, and just good. And just good. Um, 35 was my year for a lot of things. 35 still is my year for a lot of things. Um, I've done a lot with a little over the years. And I just continue to place myself in positions where I'm able to do the things that I want to do that are completely separate of other people. Um, and so something else that came up for me this year um, with the rise and falls of a lot of relationships, the last time that I sat down with myself and really was like, what are you doing? was um, around Thanksgiving. Around Thanksgiving, I was looking at what had become of my life in 2018 and was like, what have you accomplished this year? What have you allowed yourself to be sidetracked by that you haven't been able to get your, your hands around? And what have you pushed to the side for the interest of other people? And when I took the time to look at that, um, having a baby was it. I was making different decisions and doing and not doing certain things because of different pieces in my life. And I was just like, you know, at the end of the day, 
Um, we don't know what our picture is going to look like. We don't know what the relationship is going to look like. We don't know who's going to be here to support it. But you do have yourself. And what is it that you can do by yourself that does not require anyone else that you have put off and put to the side because of someone else? And the baby thing kept coming up, kept coming up, kept coming up, kept coming up. So I started to make moves in the direction to ensure that I didn't do that any longer and that I I, I started to do the research to see where I stood with that and how um, how that's going to how that's going to happen for me. So I will share that with you um, in the part two that looks like I'm recording today. So um, I know that this year has been challenging for most. Um, I've seen it on the Internet. I've experienced it within my personal circle of friends and family. Um, we've seen it throughout the, the state of the world things have just been out of control and I I refuse for my life to look anything remotely close to what it looked like this year, next year, and the years to follow. Um, I I know that I have work to do. I know that um the road to redemption is not over um but it will be it will be um working on self working on forgiveness of self working on forgiveness of others um being comfortable in using my voice speaking my truth um that's that's what I'm going to continue to do. Um, give love, um, be logical, and um, owning your mistakes, um, apologizing for your mistakes, and letting your action follow up to those apologies. So that that's that's kind of what I'm on. Um, it's really challenging for me to speak in fragments, <laughs> which is what I feel like I'm doing. Um, but if this message is, if any of it is for you, you'll get it. If it's not, you won't. Um, but I appreciate you all for allowing me the space to share my life with you, my experience with you, um, my friends, my love, my triumphs, um, my setbacks, my, my everything, because um, that's what this space was designed for. So I thank you, and I pray that your 2019 is everything that you want it to be, no matter what this year looked like for you, no matter what you've done, what you haven't done, every single person that hears my voice, I pray that your life is filled with joy, unadulterated joy, happiness, that you forgive yourself and you forgive others and just live in love because there are some of us who are not going to make it to 2019. 
Um, like the gift of life is so precious and I know personally I take it for granted. I just know that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be able to do this all over again. And you don't really know that. Um, so I pray that, um, I pray nothing but your happiness and your joy and you are fulfilled um, in every way that you need to be going into 2019. I will be back soon. The month of January is kind of lit. Um, next weekend, I'll be celebrating my birthday in L.A. with my friends before I go to Indonesia the weekend after that. And I'll be out of pocket for three weeks. So I will not be back until February, um, but I have something that I am doing starting in February that I'm excited to share with you all. So as always, Instagram at Cavalier Lush, the website CavalierLush.com, SoundCloud, the Cavalier Lush for the podcast that you are listening to right now, something about Sunday. I love you. Thank you for your ear. Thank you for your love. And I will talk to you next year. Peace.